happening out there we're back q nachos we're holding it down tonight we're back we are back what's happening brother man nothing much just uh trying to make sense of all the goings on of our local sports landscape old loserville usa here nobody's any good at anything um same story different verse man well, we're back at it. We got uh yeah, some some hot crazy wolves action from yesterday. They uh they drop again. Oh man, I was gonna look this up before. You got a you got a record? Do you know what their record is, Adam? Uh I wanna say it's like seven and twenty something. That sounds about right. I think, uh, I'm yeah, pretty seven, close. Seven and twenty four. There you go. We are Easily the worst team in the league. Which sucks, but maybe it works considering the uh, ramifications of our draft pick. Yeah, so uh, so the Wolves fire, they lose another one, they blow another one. Well, uh, they just not didn't really have enough to finish it. it. I mean, yeah. yeah, this time they didn't blow it. Um, used to them kind of being in the lead or doing whatever and then blowing it in the, in the fourth, but... Uh, or the third, even for that matter, but right. um, made a comeback and then just couldn't couldn't pull it out. But another loss. Well, when you're down York. 21 in the NBA, that's a really hard comeback. Okay. I mean, what what was the Pelicans? Did you see that one? The Pelicans uh, Celtics team the other night. I I turned to it late, yeah, actually, because I saw it wasn't very close early, and then I randomly thought, well, let's check it out. Um, or I looked something up and realized it was a close game, and and watched the end of it. A great end to it. Yeah, it was a great end. I, I didn't catch uh, the the number that it ended up being because it was they were uh they were down twenty four, I believe. Okay, it was that's like what it was. Six and a half to play in the third, and then it went OT. Is that uh, right? Yeah, yeah. And they, I mean, they had the lead with six seconds left. Or oh yeah, Tatum hit that floater. Right, but yeah, to right. send it to OT. Did you see the JJ Redick uh, uh ejection? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, softest I saw ejection I think I've ever seen. I saw the highlight of it. He just kind of gave it a nice little fire and spun the ball spin, to the ref. Little spin pass to the ref. Yeah, those guys are out of their minds. These damn refs. Think but I feel like way, way I saw somebody tweet something about this, and I don't. I'm not going to exactly quote the right person or you know language of it, but it was something like you have to do something like extreme when you have one of these awful ejections like that. Like that ref has to get like find a significant amount of money, suspended a number of games. Like you can't just let these dudes keep getting away with I mean, ridiculous. Like Draymond Green got ejected for yelling at his own teammate like earlier in the year. Right. Yeah, you know, like, JJ Reddick spins the ball to the ref and gets ejected. Like that you gotta calm the hell down with this. Yeah, at least I mean, maybe you don't uh I don't know what they get paid, so maybe you don't fine him because 
that's taken away are out there but like suspend him you know for whatever like with without pay and well but i mean that's the same thing isn't it yeah but i i mean i guess i just yeah in a sense it is i just and maybe your fine is you know taken out of future wages or i don't know how their fines usually yeah i mean there's there's gotta be a way to do it but there's gotta be something significant though to make it like make you double check you know check yourself like you know really like think about like is this some if that was his first tech it would be a bad tech and be like okay that's questionable at best but the fact that you're kicking him out of a close game late in the game and that was the same thing with the Draymond thing like yeah, it's and, these and guys are so be, quick with the trigger because their feelings get hurt and it should be that way I mean I feel like it happens in baseball a lot too I, I feel like it's not as big of a thing in in football but maybe because there's 11 refs or whatever crazy and it's right. just kind of they're throwing a flag I mean if they start kicking people out for doing nothing, then I guess. It'd well, be no, I mean, if, if you want to correlate it to football, I, NFL doesn't do it as much, but uh, in the NCAA, when they do the targeting. Thing, yeah, that's true. They, they do a lot of targeting calls that are super questionable. And that guy not only gets kicked out of that game, but one more. Yeah. No, that's, you know, I mean, but that's, I mean, JJ Reddick's an important part of that team. They're on a comeback late in the game he spins the ball to the ref and gets tossed, you know, like Draymond Green yells at his own teammate and some guy takes it personally thinking it's about him. Like it's, yeah. it's like, I don't understand why you can't at the very least, even if you don't do the extreme, like punishing the refs, like can't you at least like get together, get, get all the refs together, go look at a replay well, and be like, of, yeah. They're like, go talk to each other, even. Like, I, that's all you have to do. You can just, like, yeah. talk. I mean, they do it like, all the time. Hey, Bob, talk about calm down. <laughs> right. Like, hey, did you guys see that? Did, did you fire that thing at me? Was he showing me up? Did he, did he just cross me over? Well, even go, like I said, you could even, I, I wouldn't be opposed to them using it like a, like a challenge almost of, like, you know, go look at the video. And, like, go look back at it. Like, maybe you thought there was intent, and then when you look at the video, you're like, oh, shoot, this kid was just, like, spinning the ball to me like i i guess it was fine never mind our bet like right, admit yeah. fault like they're so like afraid to admit that they were wrong like just go sit down and look at it and be like okay wait because when it's something that important like i'm not saying they have to review every foul like that's not the you know that's always the like counter argument is like well where does it stop it stops at technicals yeah that's a good idea you know, just go look at it again and be like, and not just you, but like, let's get the other, like, what what are there, four refs in an NBA game or five or whatever it is? I mean, I think they have three still. Three? Okay. Well, three and then like a, and then like a oh, one at the desk or whatever. Right. Yeah. But like, go sit down and have the four of you look at it and be like, okay, hang on. This definitely was not attack. Yeah. Like, okay, let's, right. let's read. Let's rescind this. Let's let's calm down. Like it seems like such an easy thing to do, but they, it's like their ego gets so much in the way. And then I love how the NBA will like issue a statement like, "Oh, he was incorrect." Yeah. Okay. Well, that didn't help in the game. Like their fourth best player, or third best player, got kicked out of the game for the last like six minutes of the game. We're all good then. Thanks, guys, for letting us. Yeah, know. but appreciate the uh, apology though. Yeah, no worries here. We're good. It's unreal. Yeah. So, anyways, so the wolves, the wolves drop another one, and then the Ray, uh, 
after the game, they fired Saunders. And what a weird within, situation. And within, I mean, half hour of that getting out, the next they, sentence. <laughs> they, they get out, they get out that they've got a another guy basically set of their, and it's you know an assistant from Toronto. It's not, it's not uh, you know he's really he's fired or relieved from duties or whatever they decide to say, but and you know somebody's gonna be interim. It's like he's fired, and then then they're like, yeah, they hired this other guy from Toronto. It's it's. It's troublesome, I'd say. It's terrible. Like, for one, so they basically had this set for a while. You that you that's the part that bugs me the most. You could have fired him. You didn't have to have him go all the way to New York. You could have let him get back from New York. Um, I mean, yeah, there's I a mean, lot of things you could have done here. There, there's so much to unpack here. Like, first of all, the fact that you had a guy already set, and it sounds like that's like Rosas' guy from way back in the day that they actually interviewed him when he took the job and then right. ultimately decided to keep Saunders for, you know, another year or whatever. So you already had this guy, like, semi in your back pocket. And... Yeah. Like you said, that's 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 Rosas' guy, it sounds like. So they... Right. He definitely then wanted to hire him right away, you gotta imagine. And Glenn Taylor and... I believe, I mean, and then probably say Glenn Taylor decided or says, to oh, him, it's you know, the, uh, no, we're going with this guy. The country club, if you will. Well, and I thought I saw two, I don't know if you saw this or no, but that I think the Saunders family has a, uh, a, a, a small ownership stake even with the team. Oh, they do. I don't think it's that small either. I think it's something like, I don't know, 10%. Really? Like it's not it's not insignificant. It's not like a you know one share or something like that. Sure, crazy. Which I'm sure factored into keeping them, and you know right. the whole like the sentimentality of it being Flip's kid and stuff like that. Like yeah, I haven't read the, I, I, the optics I of it. Some, right, I saw somebody wrote an, an article today. I think Krasinski or somebody that I. It sounds like it was probably good. I'll have to read it tomorrow. Of like, he kind of called it out that way. Of like the fairy tale ends. And, you know, it would have been and it had the makings to be like a good feel good story, but it just didn't work out. Yeah, you give it a chance to be. But the problem is, like, they didn't give him a chance. though. That's, that's the part that bugs me. I mean, they like, yeah, they don't, they didn't fully, but. Well, because um, think about it. So you, you know, he doesn't have full say if I don't know how much say in draft. Bit. Yeah, no. So. He doesn't draft, you know, Culver. He doesn't draft Okoye. He doesn't draft Edwards. Now, Edwards looks good. Um, Culver's a disaster. Okoye's fine-ish. Well, um, Okoye was probably drafted before he took over, right? Well, I'm just saying, like, in general, like, so, like, you're, you're, you have this team that there's just nothing to it, and you've had these semi-high to high draft picks that are just doing nothing. And then he, I mean, does he have any say in the Russell trade? Probably not. Maybe yeah, a no. slight. Maybe he's in the room, but not a say. But not every coach is going to have that, especially you come into right. shitty. Especially a right young first-time head coach. Right. But then on top of all that, then even even if he doesn't have anything to say that, or even if he approves of it, whatever, what's the number? It's, it's D'Lo and Towns have played five games together in a year and a half. Yeah, no, I mean, that's why he didn't get a full 
full shake. Um, so, like, but yeah, they shouldn't Edwards, be this bad. I, I, they shouldn't, but at the same time, like, you're you're barely getting Edwards in right now. Like, he's in the last what two weeks? He's I'd say he's improved markedly. Well, and then yeah. you, you still don't have the Russell D'Lo combo, like. I'm just I'm a little surprised they don't they I mean now we're also being out four to six weeks like that's most of the season. Yeah, you're saying you don't have the the, the Russell Towns combo. Yeah. Oh, is that what I, did I not say that? Yeah, you just said the Russell D'Lo combo. Which oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Same. Guy. Um, I was just making sure, but yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. No, but like, like I don't know if you trust his coaching acumen at all. And you have your two best players have played five games together. Your number one draft pick is just starting to come into his own a little bit right now. I, I it, the timing is just so weird. Yeah. I um, mean, well, and I, the other thing too is like you kind of alluded to, but like, I mean, you almost kind of want to keep losing now. Oh, you have to. The now. tough thing, obviously, is that it doesn't guarantee anything in the NBA. No. So it's hard but to do that. If, it's one of those things where, like, and they you know, if you're it top out. three. They even it out, though, right? So it's like the top three or four even have close to, if not the equal odds. But when you're looking at odds, it's, it's odds to get the number one pick. Right. Like, when you extrapolate it to the top three, which is where the pick is protected, it's going to end up being something close to, like, a 75% chance or a 65% chance that it's If you're the worst team, you're top. saying? Yeah, like let's say we're the worst team in the league. I think it's something like 65, 75% chance that you get a top three pick. Okay, fair. So you, you have to take that chance. I feel like at this point you have to like – I mean, you can't try to lose, but you have to like hope that they lose kind of thing. Yeah. Because then I think next, the next year it's unprotected. Right, so the trade with the to get D-Lo is uh, – this year it's, it's top three protected, so – so if you're the worst team in the league, even you could do that and then still lose it by losing out on the lottery and then get the you could. Pick. But I mean, like flip it positively. And here's where I think Saunders got such a raw deal. Like we were just saying, he had no time with his best two players playing together. He just finally got his number one pick going. Let's say we don't fall out of the top three. Let's say we get a top three pick this next year. So now you're going into next year, hopefully, with a healthy D'Lo, a healthy cat. Uh, Edwards looking like he's going to be something. Um, you know, you have Malik Beasley looks good. You get a top three pick. All of a sudden, you have something to build on. Like, it's weird that they yeah, but, chose now to camp. I mean, now you're giving the guy an extra couple of years almost, and you got to – I mean – I just haven't seen and, – and given I haven't watched any games because we don't get to watch those with uh, YouTube TV here, but um, right. I've followed along with an, with a lot um, and seen what a lot of the, the writers and stuff have said and, and look at some of the recaps and things like that. And it just doesn't seem like he's got it, man. Like I – and obviously everybody says, you know, he's a great guy and – he seems like a good dude, of course, but like, but being a, yeah, being a great guy and a great coach, and, and it's not to say, and I think they're hopefully going to do the right way. And I mean, I I know it can be tough, you know, if 
for some people to get back there, but hopefully you get another chance later. And he's just a young guy, and it's like, well, you weren't ready at this time. I couldn't tell you at all what, you know, what it takes more of. But I mean, he hasn't. I, who has he learned from other than you know his dad growing up and like, right? I know what he was like a Gophers grad assistant, and then like on our staff and stuff. But like, he hasn't learned from anybody good. Like what? Tibbs, Tibbs, maybe right. no, like he hasn't I, been, had a chance to be. I don't know what he could do, and that's the thing. I don't, I don't know the NBA. Like, I know how to. I've coached basketball for a lot of years, um, but I haven't obviously coached you know high level basketball, and I don't know what makes a good or bad NBA coach. I'll be honest, right. I just no, don't. I couldn't tell you. Um, but I, I just, and and, and you're right because it is hard to be like. Hot, you, you do have to give him almost like another year and a half to make yeah. it fair. I mean, if you will, I guess, yeah. So I, my point though is like he hasn't really shown shown it now. They should be better. No, I, if, if, I'm if, if, you, if they were even say, I mean, five games better, but you're twelve and what does that make him? Twelve and twenty or something, you know, like or twelve twelve and nineteen. That's you're so not nice. great, but like. There's probably more flashes, but to be the very worst team in the league, even with all the injuries and COVID and stuff like that, it's just kind of it's just pretty inexcusable. When you look at you look at the state, no, of I, like I said, teams, I, I think you know, he like had, a, a, even like a I, I think he did have to go. Detroit, who's like sitting plate, like they're they're kind of in the sense, but they're like making Blake Griffin sit because they're trying to you know trade him and. There's other teams even far worse. Unlike Cleveland's right. doing that, with Drummond. Yeah, that's just it. Same so, thing. So like, I mean, in that sense, those teams are in a similar situation. Maybe, you know, they're playing the East, so they're maybe playing shittier people. But, like, they're somehow better than us. So, it's tough to say, you know. Well, even, and we have such a weird situation, too, because if you – like, you're talking about with Cleveland and Detroit, neither one of them have, like – I'm not saying cats – a franchise player, but he's a potential fresh yeah. franchise player. We we just don't know at this point. Like he seems good enough to do that if you surround him with the right people, but we just don't know. He hasn't had the right people around him. He's been hurt. He's been sick. He's been things like that. Like if you're Cleveland, you have nothing. There's just nothing there. Mm-hmm. Detroit, nothing there. So I don't think you can quite compare the situations but, when yeah, it comes I mean, to that. Right. Um, but yeah, I just didn't say, like, he hasn't shown it. He hasn't, but at the same time, like like you said, like. Really to say he, you deserve to have a more, a, a better chance here. Just, I mean. I heard a, a great line the other day that was like, if his name was Ryan Johnson instead of Ryan Saunders, A, would he have gotten the job? Right. B, would he still be the coach yeah. even at the beginning of the year? And they've, well. And that's a right. fair. And that's and a they've, fair. Like I said, they've uh, they've blown a lot of games. Like I, I know at one point recently, I think they had one of one of the most, if not the most, like times that they've been leading by double digits or leading into the fourth or and like not winning that game. And yeah, and obviously not- a lot of that falls on the players, but like you can't fire the players. I mean, too much. You can look to trade them and stuff like that, but like. That's just right. Kind of how the league works is that you know, if you can't pull it off, the coach loses it. Same thing happened in football. I mean, if you're if you had a lead in the fourth and you keep blowing it, like 
the the axe falls on the coach, and then then they you know start looking at players from there. But that's just yeah, it's it, it's tough. Like like I said, it, it's one of those things where like I think, and I'm gonna include myself in this. You get emotionally attached to the fact that you know it's Flip's kid and things like that, and you want to make excuses. And I know that I'm guilty of that for sure. I, I think the excuses are legit, though. Some are, yeah. Like, right. We've already outlined. We've outlined them. I mean, like you said, they shouldn't be the worst team in the league. But when you start adding up, you know, X, Y, and Z, like, there is some, you know, reason for like, hey, this is not his fault. But that happens all the time, and in every sport for every coach. Like, it's not your fault. It was just a systematic failure. And you're going to catch the heat. If they they had literally, like, nobody, you know, they've just got some good players that they can't be that bad. And that's the problem. You have two number one picks. Not playing together, whatever it is. But, like, you still got good players, a lot of good players, and – Things like that, that you can't be losing that many games. Well, and yeah, exactly. Like, even though you've had injuries and stuff like that, when you have Cat and you have D'Lo and you have Edwards and you have, you know, Cody and you have every game. Maybe not all of them. They've had like three of those guys. But like, even like if you go, if you include, if you include Beasley, but even, you know, he's been really good too. Cat and D'Lo, like, They've played majority. One of them has played the majority of the games. One or the other. It's the whole, like, like, not playing together. The guy who's been an all-star darn near. Yeah. And that's why, like, I was was listening to, uh, I think, K-Fan this morning or this afternoon, and somebody's talking about how they need to blow the whole thing up. And I was like, no, I I vehemently disagree with that. I don't think you can do that. Because also, I don't think you're going to get any – I mean – what are you going to get for anybody? You got a couple of injured superstars with massive contracts. And then you got yep. some, some younger guys who either haven't shown anything much or it's a guy like Edwards who's just starting. You're not going to trade the number one pick and he, where he's starting to look good. I mean, what are you going to get? For yeah, him? if you have You're not going to get something. And Ed, Edwards is starting to look really good, like you said. Uh, Okogi is kind of filled into like a role. You can trade a coach. Which is fine. I mean, if you want. Like, I'm we fine. talked about this before. I forget. I forget what pick he yeah, was, like 20 or something like that, or a little bit before that. Yeah. And so, like, if the 20th pick right. is a role player, that's okay. After, like. But, you know, if you have Edwards starting to, like, really put things together, and you have, you know, maybe the, the knee thing was a bigger deal than we all knew, and D'Lo is. Still, the guy he was in Golden State, and you know stuff like that. You know, and you can get him back at some point. And you get you know Cat, Roland, and stuff like that. Like, okay, so if you have Okogi and you have uh, D'Lo and you have Edwards and you have Cat, and if you do bottom out this year and get a top three pick, you can build a friend, like uh, at least you a like playoff a, team. a lot more than I do. Uh, I'm just no. I'm just. I'm trying to list guys that like can actually play. Uh, you know, yeah. Beasley and because it's hard to watch a Wolves game because half the guys that play in a Wolves game, I'm like, who the hell is that? Who is Vanderbilt? 
Who is this guy? Who is that guy? Time and they're getting good now. I think it, you know. Well, and well, I mean, like Nas Reed and like things like that. Like they're getting so much run, which is great. But I'm yeah, like, I, I don't know who these is guys it Vanderbilt are. Vanderbilt or uh, or McDaniel? But yeah, I think Vanderbilt. People are saying, but like McDaniel is another one. Yeah, might, might be their starting four next year. That's what I'm saying. Like. So it's hard to like put this team together right now because, well, a you know half of the people in the world right. in the I state mean, can't see the them. Thing, but whatever. With the uh, the yeah. dumb TV contract, but nevertheless, like even if you could, the names that are playing big minutes right now are not names that you know. Yeah. No. But yet, they're they're actually like they're doing okay, you know, stuff like that. And and you have this like group of like you know Beasley, Cat, D'Lo, Edwards, etc. And then you add a top three pick. Like you could see the potential of this franchise to get at least to just be a playoff team. Like as much as we hated it when they were like first round and done in the '90s and stuff like that. At least they were there. Like we've been such a bottom feeder for so long. I mean that. Being a being a an eight seed is feels like a welcome they went relief from, at this point. How what was it? Fourteen years or something in a row of not making the playoffs, and then they finally did two years ago, and then now it's been a couple of years again. But um, yeah, I mean, I mean, everybody was excited just to get the eight seed, just to be in. You're you're in there, and then they got what swept up by Golden State or somebody. Um, yeah, I mean, just it, make it. it. It's tough. It, it, it's hard yeah, to be a Wolf like fan. You said, it's hard to be a Minnesota fan, really. The 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 one that part we haven't touched on yet either, though, that we kind of touched on for a second, though, is it's it's weird that they had this guy. Like, we're not talking interim coach. We are talking multi-year deal, yeah. like head coach ready to go. And and then did you hear about the? I'm not going to call it a controversy, but. The uh, was it Damian Lillard and a couple yeah, other guys? Basically, dudes from Portland making that wanted a, us to hire Vanderpool or or at least have him be interim. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I saw I saw that. So he's been an assistant, and their their point, which made sense. You know, he was he was an assistant on the team. He's ready to. They think he's ready. A lot of people in the league seem to think that uh, David Vanderpool should be a a guy who gets a chance. So I was like, well give him the chance if you're going to give somebody a chance give him a chance for the rest of the year or whatever you give him the interim title um and that was that's their guy so like he helped i you know i i think he really helped them and i don't know how much he had say in like picking a guy like lillard but he credits him with a lot of like his development and going from you know weber state whatever and cj mccollum came from some other tiny place to now being one of the wasn't he that like Lehigh right, or yeah. something like that? To be in, you know, one of the best backcourts in the league. Like they both give him a lot of credit for that. So right, I'm somebody. Somebody's gonna take him, and he'll and, probably be great. And I know the wolves. The wolves argument was something like he was part of the coaching staff that didn't, you know, led to the. I mean, worst record in the league. Like you can't credit or like fault him. No. For our record, no. when he's yeah. not, so the, I get no. that he's their guy, but but it's also it, to be honest, it, it's a it's and fairly, I will say, it's yeah, a racial it's worth thing. At least bringing up, you know, 
you know, like you're just automatically going from one white coach to the next. And there's a coach of color that seems very capable. Has just as much experience. I mean, maybe maybe one guy's done this for right, and they both never been head coaches. Right, and like like most of Finch's, I don't know, success, if you will, is G League. Whereas most of Vanderpool's success is like as a an assistant in the NBA, you yeah, know. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's tough to argue against for sure. Like I can, I can see where people would be upset about. It's one of those things where like you're just giving benefit of the doubt, almost kind of thing. Like he had his guy right. seemingly the whole time. Because that's that's the the hardest part of this to like unravel is going from firing a coach to hiring a guy Mm -hmm. to be like a multi-year deal new head coach there's no process there's no interview there's no no figuring that out like but like also are you like i mean must be worried that somebody else is gonna hire him right and like like that you feel like you need to do it right now i don't i I, honestly i don't know if it's the worry just want to get him in i i i think it's just because they said that even when um, they ended up deciding to keep Saunders, that they did right. actually bring Finch in for an interview. I feel like that's yeah, just always been Rosas' guy. Taylor, hey, look how shitty we are. Let's go with my guy. Your guy isn't working. Let's go with my guy. Yep. Well, and I heard uh, something that Kayfan talked about too. Like, if you're Rosas, this is you're not right. guaranteed to get another GM job. Like, this is your one chance. You got to shoot your shot with who I mean, you yeah, think yeah. is going to be the best coach. And if you're wrong, if you're wrong, you're going yeah, down yeah. and he's going down. And that's you've fine. shaped her. But like, on you would now. you want to like, go maybe, down? Maybe you want it that way. But like, I mean, it already kind of was because he crafted the trade. It, it's basically he's crafting the roster. Like he made he made the big trade right. that then gives you oh, away yeah. your number one. You picked. You're the one who falls on to pick Edwards, who is looking good now. But it's like, all right, well. No. And you were the one that right, decided to give I mean. up a yeah, number so one like, for Dilo. All right, that and you you kind of helped you helped craft a lot of the roster at least. Now you're gonna now it's your coach here. So every you know if the team doesn't succeed, you're the gonna be the well, first that's where, to go. I I don't blame him. I don't blame him. I, I, like I said, yes, you can do the whole like conversation about the process and about like you know, things like that. But if he's thinking that this, because, like, if he gets fired, is he going to get rehired as a GM somewhere else some other time mm-hmm. in his life? Probably not. So if you're going to go down swinging, if you're down swinging, if you believe that this guy, clearly he believes this guy is a legit NBA coach because he wouldn't have, like, worked with him, interviewed him, done all these things with him, da 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 like he's he's got a feeling about this guy. Now he could be right, he could be wrong. If he's right, awesome. Like clearly, everyone's gonna like sing his praises. If he's wrong, you're both going. So I don't, I don't hate to like take a swing. It just feels like he yeah, had this I mean, already well, like yeah, orchestrated. It was definitely, you know, you're the new guy in or whatever. He's the new and. Taylor decides I'm the I'm I'm the I'm still making decisions around here and who knows too if like I mean we'll, 
it was last summer or maybe longer ago that Taylor was apparently ready to sell and that kind of just fizzled out and maybe hopefully he finally sells the team, but maybe and, I feel like that needs to happen if they're and maybe that was part of it. He's like, well, I'm, I'm this guy still here and maybe he was like, All right, you know, you run with it. I'm uh, I'm gonna be out soon anyway, so you can you can make your choice. Hopefully. Maybe. How do you think so so how do you think Saunders got back to Minnesota? <laughs> do you do you think that he got on the team plane? Do you think he I feel like I no no they bought him a ticket? Bought his own uh, ticket? Nope, nope. Uh I, I have a I, I have a lot of joke answers. My legitimate answer is that once they Taylor knew they were doing back. this, I feel like yeah. uh yes, 100%. Taylor right, did some sort of like private plane. guy in New York. No, right. No, maybe not, his not own, but not with yeah, him on sure. it because that's an awkward flight. Hopefully, hopefully somebody. Hopefully, he isn't just sitting there wallowing in himself yeah. by himself, getting fired. Like <laughs> just, just nothing but yeah, all by like, myself playing on the radio. I was gonna say like, like <laughs> while he's there. Or something, but like you look at Saunders and like he seems like like yeah. like, like, uh, like two bottles of wine or something like a couple of just like yeah yeah big, big bottle of white just, just uh sitting there they're, they're there's like no one else on the plane like, uh, <laughs> mr 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 saunders can i get you, a, you, can okay? get you another can i get you, you want a hug <laughs> doesn't say anything just gives you though come like the hands you know come on another fill it up let's do it again like can i get you anything to eat or you know we've got you know a burger or sandwiches or you know something else nope like this dude ain't taking no snacks he's just polishing off a couple bottles so hope but hopefully hopefully <laughs> just with him then <laughs> which is so weird like that like everything about the, it, it's so typical tim rules that they don't even like handle yeah. a coaching change well like, do it at home. You know, you, you know you're gonna fire the guy. Okay, fine. Pick a day where you're at home, and like maybe you have like a two day break, and then another home game. Like, there's there's ways right. to kind of like manipulate this a little bit. You end up going with the like we're on the road in New York, and don't they go to Milwaukee and like tomorrow or something like that too? Accurate. I don't know, but just. Like, how easy would it be to, like, all right, we know we're going to make a change. Let's find a spot in our schedule where we have the the one day that, you know, we're home, and then there's a day off and another home game. Like, just something simple like that. Like, something easy like that. Instead of doing yeah. it in You're New right. York. Yeah, they do play tomorrow night in Milwaukee. I mean, does the team, did the team come See? home? Or are they just – maybe Ryan's still in New York? Who knows? <laughs> that's the whole thing so the whole thing's so dumb that'd be the first thing oh I'd love to know I'd love to know the answer but the whole thing is like that's a, that's just a typical like this franchise has been mismanaged be, for yeah. 30 years and this is just like if it's not a microcosm of the whole you thing you don't ask like 
Taylor or whoever else here at the, you know, announcement press conference, but um, whoever gets like, you know, the first interview with Saunders, that should be the first question. And, and it should, and we can joke about it, but like, as a human aspect, what a dumb thing. Like, how easy is it? You know you're going to fire. I just, I, I don't understand doing it in New York. Right. Like, that was the breaking point. Keep in mind, they were down 21 in that game, and they almost yeah, won the game. Like, what Ken if they win? A, Ken had a bucket there that, I mean, it rattled out. If that goes in, they take the lead, and maybe they win. Like, yeah. yeah. If, if that shot... If that shot goes in, right. they win. What if they, they win? Do you still fire him? Do you fire him on on a twenty one point comeback victory? I mean, the way they seem to probably kind of, not kind of set. I feel like they probably still do, but I don't know. But that's the thing is, you had it set. So if you have it set now, you can have it set at any time. It can happen. It could have happened a week ago. It could have happened two weeks from now. Like, it doesn't feel like the timing of it just felt so weird to to do it on the road in New York when you're going to Milwaukee from there. Like, why not just find, like, there's a pocket in our schedule where we play Team X at home and we have a day off and then we play Team X, you know, Y at home. All right, well, we're going to do it this day. Hey, it's, it's, it's just another notch in the belt of this Franchise having no idea what to do. We suck. And I heard the fun rumor immediately after he got fired is that he'll replace Patino at the U. He was a a grad assistant there. What a dumb thing. He played there. That seems like it was a gift in itself, so... Did he ever actually play? Right. He dressed. I think he got a little bit of like, run like all those other games or something like that. I know he dressed. I, I feel like he got good, like, not good run, but, like, a little bit of run right. late in games, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, right. Up or down big. Well. Speaking of which, what an embarrassing uh, loss by the Gophers on Saturday. I don't watch them either. They suck. They're you, so confusing. It takes skill and, I mean, a ton of luck even, too, to not win a single road game. Well, and when your home games are – you have wins yeah. against, like, They're four top the ten teams. Beat Michigan. Or whatever. Maybe four is my – not be right, but like two or three. Like, why? Especially in that COVID year where there's no fans. It's how is the road that watched, difficult? I mean, I've seen parts of it and or like looked at games and stats and stuff, and I don't know. They don't ever. I don't. That's another one. Like the coach. The coaching there is seems I've brutal. Had, I've actually like, watched more. I mean, what's their identity? They don't do anything. No, I, I would disagree on that. I would disagree. I don't think the coaching is a thing any, uh, on that team. I think the uh, recruiting is the thing because 
they have a whole lot of guys that like to steam and dribble. Right. And I don't know if that is a coaching system thing or if that's a type of player Maybe, you. Yeah, I don't know. I just know, like, I mean, you'll see some games and Marcus Carr obviously is tasked with leading them and he'll go five of 18. And then you have other games where he goes five of six or something all of a sudden and, like, whatever, Liam, whatever, Robbins or something does whatever and somebody else does great here. I, I just feel like they don't ever – play the same and I don't watch it so I could be very wrong and maybe it's just the flow of the game changes but I feel like they just never play the same type of game ever that they don't know what they're doing in a way you're right I feel like from the limited amount I've watched like the 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 games that go well they are the ball is constantly moving like they're they're you know guys cutting you know, pick and roll, five out, you know, things like that, whatever. Like, there's constant movement of the basketball. There's constant, like, uh, you know, concerted effort to get, like, exploit matchups. So, like, okay, we play Team X, and they don't have very good big guys, so we get it to Robbins, and he scores, like, 25, 30 points. And then we play, you know, Team Y, and their guard play is not very good, so Carr goes off for, like, 30 and then I, it's, it's so weird. Like, all of a sudden you go on the road, and they just can't do – like, the ball never leaves three-point line, and they jack up some sort of, like, contested shot and just give up easy transit. I, I don't know. Did you watch the game on Saturday at all? It was – now, granted, Illinois is a top-five team right now or top-ten team or whatever they are, and – you know, Minnesota's clearly not. So the odds of us beating them were not going to be high to begin with. But the number of uncontested, easy layups and dunks that they had was unbelievable. Like, even just, like, you come out of the second half. Now, now they went, they were down six mm-hmm. with, like, a minute to play in the first half. And... Illinois went on like a 7 0 run or something like that uh, to spread it to, you know, it was down six. They went on a 9 0 run. It got to 15. So down 15 and a half. And so they come out of the second half. And it was really funny. I was actually listening to it on the radio. And uh, uh, Tollison. Spencer, uh, what's his name? Um, Tollison, thank you. Poor Colson. I got Spencer, Spencer Togelson on the brain because I've been listening to fancy baseball stuff. Um, anyways, uh, Tolleson comes out and says, like, you know, as they came out of the tunnel, that they, like, looked uninspired. And sure as shit, they, Illinois, even being up 15 at the break, went on, like, another, like, 17-2 to run to start the half. Like, you're down 15 at the break. You're not going to, like, take that, you know, rest to like get fired up and get going and this and that and like everything was a dunk early that was the thing it wasn't like they're just making shots it's not like oh you know you, you caught a hot shooting night from a team like they had their first like six baskets of the second half were either a layup or a dunk and that's just i mean that's just bad defense that's just bad basketball that's just i mean everything like that and i 
<laughs> they're just not good. You're right. That's all it comes down to. Good. They're just not good. But the problem with that then is, is so you've given Patino enough time oh, yeah, where these should I mean, be all his recruits. What, four right? like the six guys who play mostly are transfers, so they just they just came in this year. They're definitely his recruits. Carr, I think, is he might be the right. I assume he's. Well, that's, see, I, I feel like I feel like that's the difference between him and Saunders. We talk about Saunders getting kind of a raw deal with. Like his best two players, the one played five games together. He has, I mean, how many games has he had? Less than that. He's probably had like three games of well, his, the he, number one pick. I think he lost his two best players. Beasley and he got Russell fired. Towns. I think they've combined to play something like a hundred minutes total together. Well, and add add Edwards into that. Oh yeah, for sure. I bet it's less than three games. So he and he gets fired for that. This and that's not Saunders' fault that these guys are getting hurt or you know sick or whatever. And he gets fired for that. These are like and Saunders didn't pick necessarily the guys on the team. Patino yeah, picked the guys on his team, and they're doing this. Yeah, replace him with Saunders. That'll be fun. Why not? I think he's got to go. Who cares? I. It would be really. Like, honestly, it would be a right. bad idea, yeah, be, but it would be the most Minnesota okay, idea of all time. They're going to – I mean, I don't – they they need a lot of lot to change, you know. Why not let Saunders take a crack? I don't, what else are they going to get, you know? Like, maybe he doesn't want to. Well, I think the difference is, is that – Totally. Well, and coaching college wrestle is a little bit different, too. It's not just about, like, systems and, you know, you got to do the whole recruiting thing. Like, it right. takes a special mindset to be a good college. Like, look, I mean, it's not the same thing, but look at college football. A guy like Nick Saban is maybe the best college football coach of all time. And he yeah, failed I mean, miserably guys, I mean, in the there's NFL. There's weird things like that. Like, if you look at, like, Belichick failed miserably as a NFL head coach and then got another NFL head coach and he became the greatest coach, you know. But he I mean. But he I th- I think the difference in making that comparison is that he didn't like have success somewhere else. It's not like he was like a good like he didn't have like a good like I don't know, like Big 10 school. Like he wasn't like oh, he sure. coached at, you know, Northwestern and led them to a Rose Bowl and then failed his first time in the NFL. Like, he was always going to be an NFL yeah, coach. Fair. He just had to learn how to be an NFL coach. I think there's a big difference between being a college coach and being an NFL coach. So That's why I'm always skeptical of these guys. Anytime they're like, oh, Lincoln Riley mm-hmm. in Oklahoma is like the big hot name for an NFL head coaching job. And it's like, well, maybe, but like, he's good at getting right. 17 and 18-year-olds to come play for him. Yeah. How does that translate right. to getting guys that are twenty-five-year-old millionaires to buy into your system? Like that's a, that's a, such a there's so few successful yeah. college I mean, coaches college that become successful like NFL. Said, you can you can go across the board and because it's say, it's not the same thing to do. Yeah, for for any sport there. I think you just have. I think those are two different mindsets. Is the way I look at it. Like, 
either you're a college coach or an NFL coach. An NFL coach has like, you know, the X's, the O's, the like, this is what we're going to do and it's going to work. A college coach has to do so many other things right? when it comes to, you know, recruiting and, you know, that, I mean, I mean recruiting yeah, is like who, can you 60, get 70% of your job. You just gotta, that's the big thing. And then they can play and they should be pretty good. But, yeah. I mean, PJ Fleck could be a better actual football coach than Nick Saban. But Nick Saban gets guys that are 10 times more talented than PJ does. Like, that's what it comes down to. Of course, too. But he does. He does. I'm not trying to take away from his, like, coaching ability. But I'm just saying, like, PJ could be better at X's than O's. Nick could be better at uh, recruiting, and unfortunately, the recruiting side of it makes more of a difference than being yeah, yeah. Well, like having a good offense. That's the state of Minnesota basketball for you. Everybody sucks. The twins are getting uh, started. Minnesota's we got sport. big cast coming later this week. They got, they got, they got. We're looking up oh, there. Oh, are teams, you going to tease? Great expectations. Um, you know, they're an outlier. Great coach. I'm, I'm yeah, so, yeah, so, so, uh, so get ready for that. We'll, we'll get some more people on. We'll, we'll discuss some, some twins down out there. Baseball's back. Man, it looks awesome. First games are next Sunday. Yeah, first uh, full Six team workout tomorrow. Away. I don't know if the twins play that day, but I know. I know in They're general not. first games are, so. And they are, uh, just because we talked about it earlier, they are having, I don't know how many yeah. thousand fans, but they're they're yeah, having yeah. a percentage I, of fans of course, Arizona, they don't, down they don't, in, uh, in Arizona, Fort Myers. A couple of states that don't give a shit about people, so they're, they're definitely opening up. But yeah, oh, Florida be, especially. Fun. Could We're not care less. There's college baseball going on. Um, yeah, more baseball coming up soon. Wish I could have watched uh, a couple games this afternoon, but – on like SEC Network Plus, couldn't quite don't got the the credentials to to get that. I think it's a part of yeah. ESPN Plus, but I'm not paying for that. But uh, yeah, Van. Hey, you mentioned uh real quick. You mentioned college base, college baseball. That's what I was saying. You see the powerhouse that is Vanderbilt. Yeah, it's Al Lighter. Uh, they Jack have Lighter. somebody else's kid now. No. Kumar, yeah, Lighter's kid, who might be like the number one pick this mm-hmm. No, I'm telling you, uh, Kumar Rocker should be. Kumar Rocker is yeah, going to be. That's, that's what I'm talking about. They, they that guy today and is ridiculous. Games. Yeah, that's why I was saying you wanted to watch it, but oh my god, really? I, I mean, I don't. I, I would have tried to figure it out, and you couldn't watch it. I don't. I don't have a an ESPN Plus subscription, but yeah. Oh my god. That's what I'm saying. I think. Oh, is it ESPN Plus or SEC Plus? And, and it was through the. Okay, I might honestly like. This is a quick aside for anybody who's still listening at this point, which might be like three people. But um, if if you like baseball, like to the geeky point that Tate and I like baseball, 
it is worth your money to go get uh, an ESPN Plus or an SEC Plus. And you'll be able to get some chances thing. out there maybe to it, watch, to watch those two guys throw. I don't know though. Like TV college baseball doesn't then, show up on TV. College that baseball a lot. FS1, FS2, uh, some other random. Oh. I just have that. If you're right, that's why I also have so, so either way, then don't get a TV and either way, watch Vanderbilt baseball. baseball. I just feel like they're usually showing some <laughs> terrible like Pac-12 college basketball game. So hopefully they'll show some, some baseball here. But I mean, if you want to watch are, the future of Major League Baseball, pitchers, watch yeah. Vanderbilt play baseball. That Kumar Rocker kid is unbelievable. I, I, I like it, it. And this is so funny because you know who he reminds me of? How so? David Price. It's just in the the dominance and like his. Okay. Uh, his breaking ball being so right. effective and, and funny that David Price played for Vanderbilt. Like I'm talking about like a college baseball pitcher that reminds me of how yeah, dominant he was. Know. Like Don't remember. David Price at Vanderbilt was unbelievable. Oh, he was so good. And he had uh, Kumar though has yeah, like the, the wipeout slider. That is just unbelievable. That, yeah, exactly. He's upper nineties. And then you get Al Leiter's kid that throws only mid nineties, but yeah, he, like uh, he throws a hook that you would not we'll get believe. Into baseball later on, of course, but uh, yeah, I, I saw. He, yeah, I know, he, I know. We're, we'll do a baseball cast later this week. Um, and yeah, had a no hitter. Of course, he did. And then, um, then they pulled him. Obviously, neither one went deep. Uh, Kumar Rocker didn't go. Didn't look great. Um, but yeah, I mean, what I think he's well, he first first outing, something five innings as well, and walked a few. But but uh, I mean, he had the the. Last he's a little year, bit more sporadic. If they lose, they against Duke Super Regional. They they were down one not one game zero. So if they lose, they're done. If they win, they force another game. And yeah, and just destroyed them. It's embarrassing. Hey, seven no hitter. Their whole lineup. Well, and the famous Twitter slash YouTube feed too of uh, he had been just crushing. There's two outs in the seventh or whatever, and the Duke coach pulls. Are you there? Kiwi lost you. I lost you mid-story. Oh, a cliffhanger. Well, I'm going to leave that as a little juicy one. We'll tell you what happened if you guys don't know the story of Kumar Rocker versus Duke uh, two years ago. Lost Q, so we'll leave it out there. And uh, we'll finish telling telling that story in the next piece when we dive into a lot more baseball. Um it's a lot more exciting things, not the lonely wolves and the terrible gophers. So uh, we bet.